Oh, yeah. Whatever day this is. Let's go neighborhood. Sometimes you just gotta book some fantasy to plan out some wrestling. What you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just a fan laying out his plan. By the Book. To get you in the spirit. This is By the Book. So, hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is By the Book. By the book. Shooby doo wop, wada. Yeah. Welcome back to By the Book. <clears throat> I should have got water. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Hope you're doing well this. Let me tell you around when this is. It's November. Oh my goodness, it's November. In fact, oh, oh, oh. oh. Oh, oh. Uh, it is election day as you're listening to this. Uh, as it has been low these many weeks, I'm recording. I'm on Labor Day right now, so I'm speaking to you almost two months from the past. Hello. I'm sorry with the way the world has turned these last two months, if 2020 is any indication. Uh, but it is election day here in the United States of America when you're listening to this. Um, I'm terrified to know what happens. Truly and utterly terrified. And so allow me to offer you some minor distraction from the craziness of the world with another episode of By the Book. This is the consolation round, the final 128 uh, in our previous episode, we took care of the first four pages, so that would be the first 64. Uh, we're going to wrap this up with a bow on this episode, and then be ready to go. I, I believe the last time I recorded, which was yesterday, this is my... Let me get my paper. Yeah, this is my eighth episode in the past three days. Um, in the last episode, I came up with the idea that I both wanted to finish by the end of 2020 and that I wanted to get to 64 episodes. Well, I did the math. I really should stop putting this notebook away and then have it to keep reaching back for it. Um, if I do one a week uh, for the rest of the year, I'll end on episode 62, which needless to say, is not 64. But if I go beyond that, I go into 2021, which is not ending in 2020. So clearly, at some point, I will need to either do a mega episode. No, I'll need to record more and just release them back at that twice a week thing. Maybe we'll do some special holiday episodes or something like that. I'm not exactly sure yet. But I'm trying to be organized. I'm trying to plan ahead. Uh, I don't know what the world will offer in two months. Um, I just had one of those moments that I was like, I don't even know if I'll be alive in two months, which is technically true. Uh, but now I'm depressed. So 
Let's forget I said any of that. Um, let's get into it, shall we? We've got 64 more names to get through. I've got names to write down, advancing, and then I've got consolation brackets. So all sorts of things going on here. Uh, I'm ready. I hope you're ready. Let's get into it. I'm realizing that I might not need 64 episodes to get all this done. But that's okay. We'll make it work. Uh, we begin with uh, what I guess you would call a banger. We get Jeremy's thing here. He has to weigh in on one more match. This isn't it. Uh, it's Mitsuharu Masawa from Japan versus uh, Brian Pillman. This is not Flying Brian. This is just the loose cannon Brian Pillman. And I've said it before these past few weeks. Uh, sort of the theme of these episodes that I've recorded this weekend is that uh, I need to move beyond the idea of a wrestler and actually talk about the wrestler himself. And while I love Mitsuharu Masawa, I've only seen half a dozen of his matches. Um, I'm just much more captivated by the look, the style, all of that. So I have to give the win to the loose cannon, Brian Pillman. Um and, and that's just that. You know, the fact that Misawa made it this far, Shinya Hashimoto lost a couple of times early on. Again, very similar sorts of things here. Again, if we could do this whole tournament over, not only would I get rid of a bunch of names and actually make it shorter, but there would be some sort of ranked system so we'd avoid these sorts of things. But I digress. Uh, Pillman advances. Uh, next up, Joe Coffey versus Oni Lorkin. I assume, I'm not willing to look it up, but last I checked, um, Joe Coffey was, I believe, part of the bad guy rule. Right? I am looking it up now. Uh, let's see. Did he make any news lately? Up, oh, he was suspended. When was this report written? This report was written in June. Suspended amid sexual harassment allegations. Well, that's not good. Stalking, voice notes. Yeah, as much as I love Joe Coffey, and I do, uh, he was perhaps my favorite part of NXT UK. We can't have that. So if that's true, and I, I should preface with if that's true, um, he definitely falls victim to the bad guy role, and we can never speak of him again. Um the fact that he, I have not seen him super defending himself and he seems to have taken a low profile recently uh, makes me inclined to believe that it is true and he's just hoping it'll all blow over. Uh, so we give the win to Oni Lorcan. We probably, no, we wouldn't have done that anyways. Uh, Joe Coffey will go down and, spoilers, lose to Masawa in the next round. Uh, the next matchup. Again, the bad guy rule sadly comes into effect. Gentleman Jack Gallagher, another guy I liked who got released um, due to whatever happened, and who knows if you ever will see him wrestle again, uh, will lose to Christian. And again, in this instance, he would have lost anyways. It's Christian. Should be a Hall of Famer. But it's just sad that we have the bad guy rule in effect on back-to-back -back matchups here. Uh, Raven versus the Bullet Bob Armstrong. Again, I didn't have Jeremy weigh in on this one. He'd probably go for the Bullet. Uh, I'm since we're getting up to the upper 
echelons of these tournaments. I'm going with Raven. I like Raven. Uh, turns out I like him less having seen his ECW stuff, but I still liked Raven. Um, certainly influential in who Christian Hardcore became, um, the wrestler that I made in an E-Fed back in the mid to late 90s, probably late 90s. Um, Christian Hardcore, you know, used to sit on the roof of the arena watching the people live below him and there was definitely that dark, brooding, raven sort of vibe with him. Uh, so Raven advances. Uh, next up, so i got to put Bob Armstrong down here. And again, spoilers, he'll beat Jack Gallagher. Uh, the model, Rick Martell versus Kevin Von Erich. I am woefully uh, not knowledgeable of the Von Erichs, but the model is one of the great characters I think of all time so I'm giving him the win and then <clears throat> I messed up a little bit I had the matchup as Papa Shango versus Jimmy Del Rey that was what it looked like on the bracket but I forgot that I did a little trickery and actually moved Papa Shango along in the tournament in a different place um, so actually this is Okada versus the gigolo Jimmy Del Rey and I apologize to Brandon Banks and a whole bunch of other people. I don't apologize to Jeremy because I think Jeremy's on board with this. I got to give the matchup to Jimmy Del Rey, not just because that means in the next round it's the model versus the gigolo. I mean, come on. That's amazing. Uh, I just am saying that to me, I've watched Okada, I appreciate Okada, but I don't particularly care for Okada. Uh, and so Okada will drop down, and Jimmy Del Rey will advance. My tournament, my rules. Deal with it. Uh, Marcel Bartel versus Big Bubba Rogers. I saw some Big Bubba in the NWA. I saw him again in <clears throat> WCW. I'm giving him the win in this instance because... I appreciated the character shift in the 90s to go from the big boss man, and then, yes, he was a guardian angel. Yes, he had all these other things. But to go back to Big Bubba, I, I enjoyed that. <clears throat> but make no mistake, I love Marcel Bartel. Super high on him. Uh, and in the final matchup on this page, Too Cold Scorpio is going to defeat Lex Luger. I don't much care for Lex Luger. Um... I enjoyed the run, uh, the Lex Express sort of thing. That was perfect for my being a kid. But otherwise, no, no thank you on Lex Luger. So two cold advances. All right, <clears throat> one page done. Uh, next one, Bully Ray versus Goldberg. I want to give Bully Ray the win because I really think that character supposedly was very good, but it's the supposedly part I have to take issue with because I didn't watch a lot of Bully Ray. I think it's a great character. It sounds like it should be a great character, but I can't say I've seen a whole lot of Bully Ray, whereas I saw lots of Goldberg, and I did enjoy Goldberg. Again, Goldberg is a wrestler perfectly designed um, for children like Jason Maltov and myself, because his matches are quick, they're high impact, and it's done. 
for the short attention span people in the room, and I'm raising my hand right now, um, that's all you want. So Goldberg advances. Big E Langston versus Triple H. I have to go with Triple H. As much as I want to go with Big E Langston, uh, I do love that character, but that was a shorter run. Triple H, I'm, and again, I'm counting the entirety of Triple H from DX, or even before, yeah, from DX, Triple H, when Shawn Michaels actually finally got that name over, all the way to today. I didn't do the eras because we'd be here till 2023 if I had. So, Triple H advances, setting up Triple H and Goldberg. I mean, come on. That is uh, Jason Maltov versus Liam Stryker. That's Maltov's favorite wrestler, and I believe Triple H is Stryker's favorite wrestler. So, the battle of the New Age Insiders, though, when I'm recording this, uh, the New Age Insiders have made their return to YouTube. Uh, Liam Stryker is no more. It's now Eddie McCabe. Jason Maltov is no more. I know his real name, but most people do not. I imagine when you're listening to this on Election Day, you will know his name. Uh, next up, I'm giving Kofi the win. A new day in back-to-back matches over Wahoo McDaniel. Jeremy might not like that, but it is Kofi Kingston. I think he'll be okay with it. And then, this is a tough one. It's Snitsky, and you know how I feel about Snitsky, versus Finn Balor, and you know how I feel about Finn Balor. I don't much care for Finn Balor. I enjoyed Snitsky, so Snitsky should win, except, come on, can I give Snitsky the win over Finn Balor? Yeah, yeah, I guess I can. Can't I? <laughs> uh, I appreciate NXT Finn Balor more than um, WWE Finn Balor. And actually, I enjoyed Balor way more once he stopped being the demon. I said it a bunch over the years. We needed to know who the man was before we met the monster. We had a lot of time meeting Bray Wyatt before the Fiend showed up. Similar sort of situation. So I'm giving Snitsky the win. Uh, Balor drops down. All right. Another ridiculous matchup here. Bret Hart versus Tommaso Ciampa. Who wouldn't want to watch that? Classic prime Bret Hart. And obviously Bret needs the win in my tournament because he was my first favorite wrestler. And for the first four years or so, he continued to be my favorite wrestler. I believe he was my favorite wrestler until WrestleMania 12 when he lost to Shawn Michaels. And then I started watching other... I think that was around the time, probably, when I really started watching WCW and probably by that point had seen Dean Malenko and Chris Benoit and some other wrestlers, Rey Mysterio, and so Lord Steven Regal. And so my, my view changed. But yeah, Brett's got to win. Sorry, Champa. Tough luck. Uh, that'd be an awesome match to watch. Uh, this one I did send to Jeremy. Here's Jeremy's input in this. The matchup is Vader versus the Dynamite Kid. And I am now reading directly from Jeremy's uh, Twitter DM to me. Vader over Kid. Sorry, Glenn. Great Clash of Styles match. It would be a good one with Kid bumping all over the place for Vader. And talk about stiff. He actually says stuff, but I assume he meant stiff. But Vader is too big and too strong. 
And while I'd love to watch uh, Brett versus Dynamite, you know, Champa versus Dynamite's pretty darn good on its own, too. Uh, so Brett will take on Vader. All right. Uh, John Cronus of the Eliminators versus Ernie Ladd. To me, it's Cronus. But actually, while I enjoyed Cronus as part of the Eliminators, he is a supremely athletically gifted guy. He's weird, and I don't really understand what he was trying to do. He was a little bit humorous, and then a little bit, like, I don't understand why he did a split all the time. So I'm giving it to the big cat, not even using the Jeremy rule, just what I've seen of Ernie Ladd I've liked. Uh, and then this one again, probably Hall of Famers battling Rhino versus Eddie Guerrero, but come on, Eddie's got to win. Um, and I have already foreseen that we're going to wind up seeing Brett versus Eddie, and I'm going to have to really... That might be an entire episode, me trying to talk that one out. Because, that's going to be tough. All right. Big names in this bracket. Let's move on. Uh, another great one. Buddy Murphy versus Luke Harper. This is, this is a matchup just for me. Um, I'm giving the win to Murphy. I've been high on him since, what did I say, 2015, I think is when I wrote about it. I love Luke Harper. Uh, the Brody Lee stuff has kind of soured me on him a little bit. Um, but I wish they could both advance. And But I'm not going to do any bracket shenanigans unless something really glaring comes up. Um, but I'm giving Murphy the win. I still think Murphy could be a world champion. Um, Pac. Pac. I don't know. Pac, I think. Versus D'Lo Brown. Sorry, Neville. You don't stand a chance against D'Lo. I'm giving D'Lo the win um, over Pac, Neville, Neville, Pac, Pac, Polk. Uh, Shark Boy versus the Raging Bull, Manny Fernandez. Again, I hear Jeremy in my head talking about the flying burrito, but this is Shark Boy. I lost my mind when... I was watching WCW a few weeks or so ago. I don't remember his actual real name, but Sharkboy without the mask was like an a enhancement talent on Thunder. And I was like, for whatever reason, I like kind of stopped on him and I Googled him and it's Sharkboy. And I, I marked out something fierce. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead with Sharkboy. I really enjoyed Sharkboy. Sorry, Manny. Uh, the next one, another, you know, kind of tough one here. I almost gave this one to Jeremy. It's Dirty Dutch Mantel versus Seamus. I'm going to give it to Seamus. Again, I would love to see. That's what I should have done. I should have sent this. I should have printed all of these brackets out. This is what I should have done. I should have printed all of these brackets out, filled them all out. And then sent them to Jeremy, though I don't know how the post office is doing down there. So, you know, again, they're recovering from Hurricane Laura. Um, I should have sent it all down and said, since you don't have any power, since you don't have, you know, actually I think they have water now. But since you're dealing with this, fill out these hundred pages or so of brackets. It would be really interesting to see how his tournament wound up looking compared to mine. Um, yeah. I screwed up. I'm actually impressed that I screwed up as little as I did with a thousand plus person tournament. Um, Diesel was on the list here. And Diesel 
I talked about, I think, in the Constellation Rounds, Constellation Round, he wrestled Oz in a battle of the Kevin Nashes. At some point, I wrote down the wrong name. Um, so Diesel should be here, but since we've already talked about him and that podcast is already up, that's canon. So sorry, Diesel, you got screwed a little bit here. Um, the name that should have been in the Constellation, the other Constellation Round, the lower Constellation Round, was Rico as much as I like Rico, so I'm giving Rico Diesel spot. Uh, but, uh, but to try to to remedy that, he's losing to Rikishi. Rico versus Rikishi, I enjoy that sound matchup. Um, and while I may have given Rico the win if this was fair, since there were some shenanigans involved in an error, we'll give Rikishi the win. Uh, I'm giving the Hurricane the win over Sonata from New Japan. I really like Sonata, but again, it comes down to a Mount Scene, and that Hurricane character, again, I say should be a Hall of Famer. The fact that you got a superhero over in the post-attitude, in the Ruthless Aggression era, pretty special. Uh, in the easiest match I've done today, if not all weekend... The Belfast Bruiser Fit Finley just mops the floor with the franchise Shane Douglas. It's just brutal. Just hits him with like a forearm at the beginning, and it is just not, Shane can't recover. It's a squash. Squash to end all squashes. Brock Lesnar against John Cena, squash. Uh, Belfast Bruiser wins. And then this is a tough one. Stunning Steve Austin versus Booker T. And again... We're not going with eras. This is not Harlem Heat Booker T. This is not certainly not GI Bro Booker T. Um, this isn't WCW Champ or Booker T in the grocery store with Steve Austin or Booker T today. So I'm giving the win to Booker T almost for the longevity of all of that career. Um, Stone Cold has made it into the 64, although probably so has King Booker. But I think Booker T is the right answer here. Um, but I like Stunning Steve, too, of course. All right, final page. Another real tough one. Ming versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Do I like Ming or do I like the idea of Ming? Ming, 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 Ming. That sounds weird to say. Um, you know, this isn't Haku. This is Ming. So this is... Tennessee Lee's, or no, Colonel Robert Parker's bodyguard in the suit with the sunglasses to the Faces of Fear to uh, recently on Thunder he's defending and then attacking Norman Smiley over the hardcore title. It, Ming is going to win. Is he? I really like Bam Bam Bigelow. I, I'm kind of stuck because I do like both of these guys, and I'm scanning down the bracket here. There aren't two, you know, we're not at the point where there are two guys I don't care about that I can easily swap places with. I I have fe strong feelings about at least one person in every one of these matchups. So, Bam Bam did the stuff with LT, doink. Went to ECW, did well in ECW. He and Taz went through the mat. He threw Spike Dudley into the crowd. Then he went to WCW. Not his, not his best moments in WCW. I guess I'm going to go with Meng, but 
that's the, you know, if the Belfast Bruiser and Shane Douglas was the easiest match I've done today, if not this weekend, this might be the hardest. I want both of these two to advance. I love both of them. But I'm going to go, in this snapshot in time, I'm going to go with Ming. Um, I don't feel great about that, but I wouldn't feel great about it if I had gone with Bigelow. Uh, Kerry Von Erich will get the win over Viscera. Kerry Von Erich, again, clearly the star of that family. Um, over Viscera, who again, perfectly well. I enjoy King Mabel slash Vis Nelson, I believe his name is, Nelson Frazier. Uh, Edge will defeat Rick Steiner in what would have been a great match. Um, some great names in this in these brackets. Because, again, we're, we're talking about numbers 65 through, I think I said 193, 190, somewhere around there. Um, you would have thought I'd have done the math in between episodes, but I didn't. Um, Kevin Sullivan defeating Justin Hawk Bradshaw. Not sure why Justin Hawk Bradshaw is in this. That's that's one of those things. Like again, it's because of the brackets. But you don't belong in this. You know, Kevin Sullivan does. I enjoy the Taskmaster. Uh, ooh, another tough one. The Mountie versus Scott Steiner. Now again, this is the entirety of Scott Steiner, which in this case actually works against him because I love Scott Steiner, Brunette of the Steiner brothers. Probably, do I want to make this claim? I think I do. Usually in a tag team, I tend to pick the one that I think would make the best single star. Because usually there is one. Shawn Michaels. Jeff Hardy. Although you could argue that. Matt Hardy's done very well for himself. Edge. Of Edge and Christian. Though Christian's done very well for himself. Um... To use a modern example, Montez Ford, Buddy Murphy of Blake and Murphy, um, Harper of the Bludgeon Brothers, or Harper and Rowan. Um, so I tend to pick one. And Scott Steiner was that first one that I'm watching him wrestle. I'm watching him hit suplexes and tiger drivers and the Steiner screwdriver and the Frankensteiner. And I'm going, why aren't you a world champion? And then he becomes a world champion, but he gets rid of everything that made him great you know yeah he broke out the frankensteiner every now and then but he got so jacked the steiner recliner terrible um the whole big papa pump gimmick i didn't care for so that's a minus you know the the early work the tag team work solid plus him as tv champion solid plus uh joining the nwo and you know while i appreciated the hair dyeing uh, not great. But then he goes to the WWF and slips off the apron and has that terrible match with Triple H, and I fell back in love with him again because it was so bad. So I give the win to Steiner, but I do love the Mountie. He does almost always get his man. Uh, I will give John Cena the win over Quang. Because Quang was just far too short. I love the idea of Quang more than the actual Quang. So John Cena wins. I have another heartbreaker in the constellations when I have to decide between the Mountie and Quang. <sighs> the Corona Cup, just mean, just plain old mean. 
Um, these last two matches are much easier for me to do, rounding out these. Uh, the Giant defeats Dolph Ziggler. Not the Big Show, but the Giant. And I love that this got saved for last. Oftentimes, these shows end on a whimper because the last matchup is weak sauce compared to some of the other ones. But in this one, you love him. You know him. You love him. Amish. Flippin' Roadkill defeats Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, oops. Setting up Ziggler versus Zack Sabre, which would be hell of a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, Amish Roadkill gets the win, uh, making me feel very good about the fact that this is the final moments of episode 54. Episode 54, where are you? We are done. That's where we are. We have gotten through the first round of the Constellation 128. That means we're down to 64 names in that, 64 names in those Constellation brackets. We will return to this in the next episode and do more with these matchups and these things. Thank you for joining me on this episode. Uh, thanks to Jeremy for weighing in. Thanks to all of you for listening. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. This chapter is closed. I will see you the next time we go by the book.